The ESPN San Antonio Audio Vault is powered by AA Best Bail Bonds. 210-225-2121. Or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 94.5 FM. I'm Jason Minix. He is Joe Eagle. We're live out of Texas Cheer Liquor number four over on Palo Alto Road. Get your weekend started right. Come hang out with us here at Texas Cheer. they got everything you need for your weekend, sampling lots of bourbons, including Blanton. So come by and see us here at Texas Cheer Liquor number four on Palo Alto. We are here until 7 o'clock tonight. The thing I want to clear up is that the idea of mine being uh, twisting in the wind just wasn't the case at all. We were sitting there trying to keep Dan Quinn and trying to maintain continuity on our coaching staff. That was Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner, who uh, sporadically woke up this morning and decided he wanted to call in the 105.3 The Fan, talked with them. You heard the interview. We played some cuts to help dissect it. Our buddy John Mashoda from The Athletic. John? What'd you make of Jerry's phone call to the fan this morning? I think my favorite part is while it's going on, uh, friends of mine in the business who cover other teams. Ed Warder? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Texting me going, man, you have a wild beat over there. Like, I cannot believe the owner just hopped. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of how it is here. You know, like, you know, you think this weekend would just all be about these four teams that are still playing, you know, that still still uh, have a chance to win the Super Bowl. But no, you know, uh, yeah, I, I'll say this. I mean, I'm just a stupid sports writer, but uh, I didn't, I have a hard time connecting the dots behind. If you could have just said that Mike McCarthy's your head coach, that doesn't have any impact on what other teams are going to do with Dan Quinn. Like, that, <laughs> I'm not, I understand that you didn't want to sit there and sound like you were just thrilled with the coaching staff because obviously you weren't. I mean, believe me, you know, actions speak louder than words. And, and the way Jerry looked – uh, walking out of that locker room told me, like, I knew he was angry after the game, but I also, there's only so much he can do in terms of the coaching staff. Like, I'm not one of these people that, you know, do I think that he should just fire Mike McCarthy and just start over new and go hire Brian Dable? Like, it looks like the Giants are just doing, no, 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 I don't, I don't do that. I, I, I do think that Dan Quinn, uh, if, if that was something that you were considering, that you were considering him to be your head coach, I can understand that. I think Dan Quinn is, would make a heck of a head coach, and, and I certainly have seen firsthand how the players play for him. But so is that what Jerry's inferring, that he, he, didn't, he didn't want other teams to, to come after Dan Quinn because he wanted them to think that he was going to hire Dan Quinn? That makes no sense. Uh, the whole way, like, you can, again, actions speak louder than words, and you can interpret it whatever way you want. This is how I interpret it. Dan Quinn clearly was interested in a head coaching job. I don't think he was going to just take any head coaching job. Didn't seem like he had very much interest in the Jacksonville job, for an example. Um, but if Dan Quinn had a chance to be the Denver Broncos head coach, they clearly they, they interviewed him twice. He was one of the finalists. Or the Chicago Bears, and I believe even the Giants, I think he takes those jobs. I don't buy that Jerry talked him out of one of those jobs. I think that those jobs were filled and, I mean, look at how fast this news came down. It was right after the Denver job got filled, and then shortly after it, you know, the news started to surface that the Bears were going with Matt Eberflus. So all that left was the Giants, which were Dan Quinn's childhood, you know, favorite team. That's who he grew up rooting for. And certainly that would have been interesting. But when I hear John Mara talking the other day about how they're keeping Daniel Jones and they need to fix him, 
I mean, he could have just said right there they were going to hire Brian Dable. I mean, that just that's that's what you're going to do. You're not going to bring in a defensive coach if if you're stuck with Daniel Jones. You're going to bring in the best offensive coach that you possibly can. And obviously, with Brian Dable's done in Buffalo, that makes sense. So anyway, I'm, I'm going too long in this answer, but basically, what I'm getting at is <laughs> I think that the job that Dan Quinn really wanted weren't there, or or they 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 got filled by other people, and so he hey. It's not bad to go and be the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator for another year, and then the next cycle next year, we all know there's going to be more jobs like this. He's right back in the mix again as long as the defense looks as good as it did, if not better, this year. Well, and, John, you got to wonder. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys could have an opening next year, too. I mean, depending on what happens with the year. And, because, you know, those rumors aren't going to go away. The first time Mike McCarthy, you know, they lose two games in a row or they look bad on this. I mean, those rumors are going to start flying again. You know he's going to be on the hot seat this year. So I, is there a chance that Jerry, with a wink and a nod, might have said, hey, Dan, um, you know, maybe your new head coaching job just might be here. I mean, I'm sure after the fact, but I, I just put myself in those, those positions. I'm not taking a wink and a nod from anybody because that stuff can change in a second. And, and, and if, you're, if you're Dan Quinn, even on a wink and a nod, I mean, you don't even have to be Dan Quinn. Everybody knows that if things <laughs> don't go well with, with Jerry Jones, I mean, with Mike McCarthy, number one on his list is going to be Sean Payton next year. At yes. Yeah. So yes. No matter how many winks and guns he gives you, that stuff doesn't hold any weight. <laughs> if I get a chance to be a head coach for a team, and it's, a, and it's an organization that I feel really good about, like he must have felt about Denver, Chicago, New York, then I'm taking one of those. I might never ne- get another one of those opportunities again to coach one of those teams. So, yeah, that might have been said, and, and, and Dan probably knows that, hey, if things don't go well, maybe that, you know, the scenario you just painted, maybe that does fit for him. But now that now that Sean Payton is allegedly going to the TV booth, uh, you know, we all know those those it's not going anywhere. And, and, and in terms of, you know, you mentioned Mike McCarthy, if, if things start out not going so well, I'm telling you, I feel like Mike McCarthy next year is going into the exact same thing Jason Garrett did in 2019. Actually, I shouldn't say exact same because Jason Garrett was in the final year of his contract, but I think the expectations are the same. It's going to be like, hey, this is it. Show me something or, or we're moving on. Super Bowl or bust when it comes to Mike McCarthy. It feels that way as we visit with John Mashota from The Athletic here on the Blitz. And speaking of McCarthy and, you know, Kellen Moore clearly doesn't appear to be uh, in line to get one of the head coaching jobs that he is interviewed for. But I did think it was interesting this morning that Jerry said absolutely Mike McCarthy would be more involved with the offense next year. Do you think that means more than he was this year, like play calling, or just, yeah, he's involved, he's the head coach, as Jerry says, that's what he do? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think it'll be play calling. It just Mike's made it clear from the first day he, he, he spoke with us after taking the job that whoever he wanted, whoever was going to be uh, installing the offense would be the one that's calling it. I don't get the sense that Mike McCarthy really wants to install the offense. It just I've never gotten that vibe from him. Uh, I think he wants to have an offensive coordinator. Uh, now, what, what Jerry said today, I could see that being one of those things where, yeah, be more hands-on, speak up a little bit more, things like that. But, it, I mean, I hear that stuff, and I'm just kind of like, I don't know why that needs to be said now. That could have been said after week one, two, three, four, five, six. There was a bye week, seven, eight. I mean, there's just there that could have been said a long time ago. Hey, Mike, you know, we know you won a Super Bowl and you were calling offensive plays. Why don't you step in here and, and speak up a little bit more? I find it hard to believe that that wasn't mentioned before. So, you know, a lot of stuff on the radio today, I, it's just kind of one of those things where, and then even with the Kellen Moore thing, it's just kind of like, okay, you said that you didn't want to, 
talk at all and say anything about job security because you didn't want Dan Quinn to get away. Well, you're talking right now, and Kellen Moore could still get a head coaching job. I mean, obviously, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. That direction's not going, but it's like it just doesn't make sense that you would jump on the radio this morning when it's not like Kellen Moore has been locked back in, and he said he expects Kellen to be back, and he wants Kellen to be back. So I think Jerry, what he wanted to do is he wanted to clear up the rumors about Mike McCarthy, but then he also wanted to spin and, and, and sell some hope because that's what he does. And, and so he was trying to sell that hope with, look, we got Dan Quinn's coming back, guys. Dan Quinn's coming back. And, 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 and I'm afraid that that's just not enough for the fan base. I, I just I don't see how the fan base hears that and doesn't go, yeah, I know, well, he was here last year. Like, how, do, how is that going to make us significantly better this upcoming year if you're not making any other changes, you know? So uh, I think he wanted to try and pump some sunshine. I just don't know how many people are buying it right now. You know, John, having said all of that, and we've been talking obviously a lot about the coaching staff, Mike McCarthy and, and Dan Quinn, but the Cowboys have a lot of free agents that they've got to deal with this offseason. Um, how, how do you see all of that playing out, and do you think this team is going to look significantly different than the one we that just ended the season a couple of weeks ago? I don't think it'll look significantly different because you're still going to have several of your key members on the offensive line, even if you add a key piece early in the draft. You know, Dak Prescott's obviously this organization. Ezekiel Elliott's going anywhere. C.D. Land's not going anywhere. So offensively, a lot of key pieces there. Your defense, the face of it now is Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs going anywhere. Uh, so something has to be done with Rain Gregory, and there's still, you know, could still be something known with DeMarcus Lawrence's contract. I mean, I think DeMarcus Lawrence will be back, but there's no, I mean, that's not a guarantee right now. They could they could ultimately sit down and decide, hey, you know what, we, we need to cut him. We need to save some money here and, and spend it somewhere else. I don't think that that's a great move, but it's a possibility. So the Randy Gregory, DeMarcus Lawrence, I'd be surprised if both of them are on the team next year. I think it will probably be one of those. And then you'll probably have to fill that spot with somebody else, whether it be a cheap free agent or, or investing in the draft. Um, but uh, uh, when you mentioned free agency, one of the key moves, though, I do think could be impacted by get, making sure that Dan Quinn is back is that it certainly lines yourself up better with your chances of getting J. Ron Kirst to resign because he was one of your most valuable defensive players. He was a key member of this team. He was on a one-year deal, and he far exceeded what your expectations were of him. And he had a career year. And so if they're willing to offer him something decent, I could see him resigning because nobody in his time in the NFL has used him as well as Dan Quinn did. And he had a defined role, and he was the vocal leaders and faces of the defense. Uh, that definitely helps his chances of being resigned. And if they can bring him back, that, that would be big. John Mashota from The Athletic joining us here on the Blitz. John, I, I was a little surprised that Dak did not win Comeback Player of the Year from the Pro Football Writers Association. That went to Joe Burrow. Uh, were you surprised at that? I'm not, no. Uh, it, it's kind of interesting because about halfway through the season, it was like this isn't why this isn't even a race. Like Just give the, the Dak the award now. And it's nothing against really Dak. I mean, yeah, he didn't play his best ball down the, the, the back end of, of the season, but it's just Joe Burrow has just gone on, on another level. And, uh, you know, having that back-to-back 400-yard game, getting them in the playoffs, and then certainly what he's done since he's been in the playoffs. Now, I don't. I think the vote was over at the end of the regular season, so I guess the playoffs wouldn't count in that. But I'm not surprised by it because if you follow what the Bengals have done, I mean, oh, yeah. they're not doing oh, any of that without Joe Burrow. It's it's yeah. incredible. Who who's who's going to be in the Super Bowl, John? You know, I think it's going to be the Rams and Chiefs. I, I just I think I really feel like last last week was the NFC and AFC championship games. I, I just I guess maybe I I, I, I maybe I'll stop d- doubting Jimmy Garoppolo and the Forty ers if they beat the Rams. But 
first of all, I just don't – I mean, how many times the 49ers have won eventually – the Rams, I just think the Rams are a better team. They're healthier right now. Matthew Stafford's playing well. Uh, so I think the Rams getting by the box. I think that that was, that, that set them up perfectly in the NFC. And then in the AFC, I just think Patrick Mahomes is going to be too much playing at home. Uh, just the way he, the way he is in these big moments, like Joe Burrow's been great, but I, I mean, I just think that the, uh, I think that the, uh, the Disney story comes to an end. Well, John, I tell you what, I, I think you need a raise because of all the guys, and your friend said it today, the Cowboys season never really ends, right? I mean, you're going to be working, you work 365, I'm telling you, so you need to go ask for a raise, my friend. <laughs> you know, it's interesting to say, like, I'm fine with it. Like, I genuinely enjoy covering this team because there's always stuff going on. Like, I, I, do, I do enjoy the job. The one thing I'll say, though, about this offseason compared to others is that generally when you – the way that I get the sense of from the fan base, and rightfully so, the way they feel right now, it's – the 12-win season is just like doesn't even matter to them now. And typically when you're at the level of disappointment the fan base is, you at least can go into the draft and be like, hey, we got a top five pick or, you know, even top ten pick. We can build through this draft or whatever. Like, now you go to the draft, you're not picking until 24th. Like – the odds that you're going to get this, like, you know, you're not probably not finding another Micah Parsons or Trayvon Diggs immediately uh, in this draft. It just, and you know, you're not going to spend in free agency. It just, I sit here with this job thinking, like, what has got, what is going to get Cowboys fans excited going into <laughs> next year into, into training camp? Like, there's not going to be a lot of changes. Like, I guess Micah Parsons could in, improve on what he did, but he was so good already. I don't know how much more he can improve. Like, I don't know. It's just, this is just such a weird, weird off season because they, had a pretty good season, but the way it ended, it makes you think, like, yeah, are you really excited for next season after watching this? Well, you would be if, I don't know, Sean Payton was the coach. (laughs) (laughs) You answered the question. And don't think for a second that 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 Jerry didn't think that either. Absolutely. Why would would Jerry say any of that now? But I find it it interesting that, you know, he says he hasn't talked to Sean and and whatever, (laughs) but I feel like if there was really – like Sean was really interested in the Cowboys job and, 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 and he didn't want to do TV or he didn't want to take a year away. I, I think we might be talking about different stuff today, but because he didn't and he, or he's not interested in it right now and he, and he does appear to want to take a year away. I think that's why everything heads in this direction. I think that's why you get Jerry Jones to come on the radio today. Uh, because if Sean Payton wants that Cowboys job, I just, I find it very hard to believe that Jerry Jones is saying, Nope, we got our coaching staff. We're good. Thank you, Sean. But maybe after a week of unemployment, Sean will realize he does want to coach. And Jerry went on the radio today, so he's going to steal all the headlines away from the AFC-NFC championship game. What does he say the Friday before the Super Bowl? To <laughs> he's got to uh, Exactly. I mean, and it's the Cowboys. You never know. You know how you get John a raise? You subscribe to The Athletic. Okay, and that's absolutely. What you need Already to do. done. And you should, because the coverage is worth every penny, and it's not a lot of pennies. It's fantastic. John, enjoy the weekend, man. And you got plenty to write about over the weekend now. You guys do the same. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. John Mashoda on Twitter, at John Mashoda, J-O-N, no H in John. The Dallas Cowboys, the gift that keeps on giving year-round.